Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Yes, JC is with me today. He is not pretending, or nor is he actually, the invisible man. I'm sorry, I'm dealing with the hiccups all of a sudden, so... <laughs> bah! Scare myself. How does that work? So, JC, will be back here shortly. I want to say thank you to everybody in the house, in the uh, YouTube chat room. Thank you for joining us. Glad to have you with us here today. I think we're a little bit more on time today than we were yesterday, but not exactly at 6 o'clock. See, that's the joy of having a podcast and not a television show or being stuck on a you know terrestrial radio station where you have to be there right then, right now. We've got a little bit of latitude, and there's been a couple of times when we've been a lot later than what's going on. I hope everybody is having a fantastic Friday. A fantastic apocalyptic Friday. How's that? It is the apocalypse, or at least the closest magnitude of it that we have at the moment, I have like glasses all over the place uh, in here. Oh, here comes JC. We should play Where's Where's Mac too because that's kind of a fun game. Where's Mac? Where's Waldo? Mac is always going to be in the background there. He has become like my little shadow. I gotta wear these. Um, he's become like my little shadow everywhere I go in the house. I told JC I need. A vacation from my dog <sighs> stalks me all stinking day long. Drives me nuts. So hello, everybody. Glad to have you here with us. We've got some really, really great events coming up. Uh, one of them online, one of them not online. As a matter of fact, one of them you cannot do online. So you will have to come in person. So let's talk about this before we get in this. I am going to be doing a live event. What's the matter? Oh, okay. <laughs> Jay-Z's like got his hands in the air and flustered about something. <laughs> I'm going to be doing a live event with Liberty Institute. You can see it right up here on our YouTube. And it's going to be this coming Tuesday, starting at 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. I'm going to be teaching the history of the Constitution class that I teach. And it is suitable for middle schoolers through retirees. We, I mention this all the time. We have, this is a Liberty First University class, and we actually have students from all over uh, the country. We have all over the globe, actually. We have students from other countries but from all academic backgrounds all ages and I'm very excited to be to be partnering with the Liberty Institute to bring you this amazing class so you will have to register so you can register by going to to uh, leadershipinstitute.org forward slash chrisanne k-r-i-s-a-n-n-e leadershipinstitute.org forward slash chrisanne k-r-i-s-a-n-n-e and let me make sure I have that right I don't want to be telling you a lie yep that's right 
So leadershipinstitute.org forward slash Chris Ann. You will have to register for this class if you want to be a part of it. And it is family oriented. And even the most trained lawyer will learn more. I, I taught, JC, I taught a Supreme Court justice in Texas this class. And he told me he learned more about American history and our Constitution in an hour than he did in his entire education. Very cool. That is very, very cool. Uh, you know, and again, I don't think that that's sort of bragging on me. It's more of an indictment on our education system that we don't teach these things. But nonetheless, I, I just want you guys to know that so you can see how important this actually is. The other event that we have coming up is a little bit further down the trail. This event is our yearly In Defense of Liberty class. In Defense of Liberty class this year will be September 4th through September 7th at uh, uh, 2020. It's going to be held in Texas. If you want the details, you go to chrisannhall.com. There it is right there, chrisannhall.com. And it will be one of the banners. See, so you scroll down here, all the shows, all the links and everything. This is one of the banners. If you hit the arrow this way, you get another banner. If you hit the arrow back this way, you see this. Now, when you click on the In Defense of Liberty banner, it takes you to do, 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 the In Defense of Liberty page. This is constitutional training. This is hand-to-hand -hand self defense. This is handgun accuracy and precision, real world shooter defense with the most amazing, the best, uh, trainer on the planet. Can I get an amen, JC? <laughs> amen. Larry Stevenson, a.k.a. the Bearded Black Cowboy. I always want to call him the Black Bearded Cowboy. Would that be, uh, you know, like dangling participle wrong thing? And just, but he is the bearded, see the beard there, Bearded Black Cowboy. You can sign up and register now. All the prices are online. There are several different ways that you can sign up. And we also have a way for you to join in the program because we're registering so far in advance. You can contact us and set up a payment plan schedule because uh, this is not your regular meeting. Okay, this is three days of intensive constitution training, hand-to-hand uh, -hand self defense, gun retention, weapons retention, sorry, this is my weapon, this is my gun. JC's uh, <laughs> not even paying attention to me. <laughs> and uh, then uh, in half the day is hand-to-hand -hand self defense and weapons retention, the other half of the day is on the range. We do not do uh, all paper shooting, paper target shooting. This is something that is absolutely amazing. We are doing real life shooting situations. Cool. And so these are the two events that we have coming up. Very excited to be able to bring these events to everybody. Go to chrisannhall.com for the In Defense of Liberty. Go to libertyinstitute.org forward slash chrisann, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E, and register for the online class. Now, the Liberty Institute class is free of charge this coming Tuesday, but you do have to register. That's a webinar? That is a webinar. 
Thank you, Donovan Jewett, a three-year Liberty First University student. He loves uh, loves the genealogy of the Constitution. That's the other that's the other thing that we call the history of the Constitution. That's the genealogy of the Constitution, Mr. Jewett. We're going to be teaching it at Liberty Institute. And uh, thank you for that super chat encouragement. Yes, Val, when you come to Texas, you must provide your own firearm and your own ammunition. There's opportunities to borrow firearms, uh, but it's always best for you to have your own firearms. Do you have anything to add about the In Defense of Liberty training, JC? Yeah, I'm not sure we can tell people that legally that they can borrow firearms, but... Oh, yeah, because we have <laughs> you, licensed... You find a pal there. You, you, no, you have, we you have out. licensed firearm instructors. You can borrow a firearm uh, from a licensed firearm instructor. Sounds good. Yes, you can do that. That is well within the law. And Larry can work with you uh, if you want to use this training for your concealed carry permit, permission slip. Uh, I'm not advocating for that, but he can also work with you on that. So go to chrisannhall.com, click on the In Defense of Liberty banner, and we will get this done. Woohoo! Good for an older person? Oh, absolutely. You know, we've, you again... Modify, modify training as we're there? He modifies the pace. training. Go at your own pace. Larry is the best trainer on the planet. He can work with anybody. Uh, we've had classes where we've had people who are seasoned law enforcement officers who have learned and improved their skills with this. So contact us at uh, chrisannhall.com in Defense of Liberty, and we will get you all the details. There's also a place to buy ammo there because if you're going to be flying from some other place... You don't want to load your suitcase with ammo, so we make sure you have all that there. Uh, I wanted to start off today uh, reminding you, go ahead and hit the thumbs up. Help us thwart the YouTube algorithm. They're really, really, really dinging us hard, JC. And I've, I found out the more popular we become on YouTube, the more trolls come out after us. They say the nastiest things stupid they call us all kinds of nasty names why is it that that these these liberty haters only have a coffer of bad names they can't simply speak intelligently i don't mind intelligent criticism or comments uh, well there's your answer yeah <laughs> when you're stupid you use stupid words yeah right well so, hey there you go there i always told colton don't use bad words use big words because it's better to insult somebody when they don't even know what you're insulting them about. So. Santiago, what's up, my brother? Hey, look at that. We are joined by the Republican National Hispanic Assembly of Florida today in the rock chat on. room. Yes, on. rock on, everybody. Thank you. Hey, I wanted to uh, give you, while I'm doing notices here, let me show you uh, the events that are coming up. This is the Tallahassee, Florida rally. We can be driven out of business or we can drive to Tallahassee. Don't you love these ladies? Mm. They are so quippy. So Free Florida, Saturday, April 2nd at 2 p.m. at the state capitol in Tallahassee. I love that these people keep sending me all their, their notices because I'm, I'm, I'm happy about sharing them. I'm absolutely excited that we're able to do this. Here's another one. Uh here uh, in Olympia, Washington, Su this Sunday in Olympia, Washington, 1 to 2 p.m. at the Capitol, give me liberty or give me death. How about that for a slogan, JC? 
You know that's got to trigger a bunch of people out there because they're like, oh, the coronavirus. You want people to die. Right, because they say, give me liberty or give me death. Well, well, you'll get death because if you take your liberty, you're going to be stuck in <laughs> coronavirus land. You know that's coming, right? That's where it's coming from. But, hey, if you're in the state of Washington, don't walk, run, drive, take your horse, take your car, take your bike, take your motorbike, whatever you can. Get to the state capitol 1 to 2 p.m. on April 19th, which, by the way, is the 245th anniversary of the Battle of Lexington. How cool is that? Awesome. Hey, you know these people, JC. Let me go ahead and uh, uh, put that up there. I'm going to go ahead and, and enable the sound just so the people can hear that. Oh, hear that a little bit. I forgot to turn the sound back on, too. There. So we know these people. These are, uh, this is Pastor Blair. And they have a, a church, a river church up there in Minnesota. And this is a scene from the cap, from the governor's mansion today. As of 30 minutes ago, it was still going on. That's a lot of people. Thousands, thousands of people at the governor's mansion protesting the governor's mansion in uh in protesting the mansion protein pressing at the mansion oh okay. yeah i love this there's this one sign here i hope you can see this it says facts not fear i love that sign that is a great sign some of our liberty or some of our our U river university students are going to the tallahassee meeting tomorrow and they were asking me chrisanne what kind of signs should we make and so I was floating them little ideas, but the the whole fe facts not fear thing, I think is is just great. I love this sign. It's like one in uh, Topeka, Kansas, on April twenty third. Another yes, yes, um, yes. What did I just see there? Um, Harrisburg, Monday at noon. Harrisburg. Monday. No state, please. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, because there's a Virginia too. Well, we're talking the capital. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that would make sense. But but uh, Kansas, so Harrisburg, is, having, Kansas Monday, is actually having multiple... Topeka, April 23rd. Yeah. Kansas is not only in Topeka. They're also in Wichita. They're having several different rallies. So get with your, get with your Kansas leaders and find out where the closest, where the closest protest is going to be for you. I know for a fact uh, Rob Wood... He's a, you know, he's our guy up there in Kansas, so he uh, he's letting us be informed of all of that stuff. I'm trying to keep up, but you know, when you got everybody doing the protests all at the same time, it's hard to. So you got Topeka, Kansas, on April what was 23rd. that? 23rd. 23rd. We still have time to do, to advertise that. Harrisburg on Monday, Tallahassee tomorrow, yes. Indiana tomorrow. Indiana somewhere. tomorrow. Oh yeah, Indiana tomorrow. Nice, nice. And then, of course, we have Olympia on Sunday. Look the at our governor's people going. Mansion, and Indiana. The, oh, the governor's uh, mansion, three, Indiana. 3 p.m. Great, great. Saturday, April 18th, 3 p.m. at the governor's mansion in Indianapolis. So, really, the next next three days Yes. going to be bam, bam, bam. It's going to people, people to be out all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, I'm hoping that'll be good. Well, Susan says Kansas City, Missouri is going to have their 
uh, there's two. Uh, Susan Clark, go ahead and post the details on that. We'll announce that I on like here that. too. I like the idea. Just somebody said, just op- just everybody open up. Yeah, absolutely. Just open your businesses. Up. Absolutely. I actually got that an email. That would be better than a rally, actually. Uh, yeah, no Cause kidding. Because then, because then you you know then it'd be. You got the cops showing up trying to shut everybody down. Yeah, kind of like like this right where where's this one? There we go. We can open this one up. Oh. There we go. A friend of ours sent this. This is at Chipotle. Where is this? Uh, it's here. It's in Tampa. Oh, the Chipotle in Tampa, Florida. Well, we have lots of them. I believe it's in Brandon. In Brandon. As you can see, the sheriff has sent the deputy. Is that Hillsborough County then? Yep. Oh, yep. Red flag chads, boys. Red flag chads, boys. Garden the Chipotle. Garden the Chipotle restaurant so that people will make sure that they are social distancing. Meanwhile, red flag chad let a murderer out. Y- yeah, yeah. I actually have that picture somewhere. I should probably get that one on the up there so you can see that. I've been men- meaning to do that uh, for some time now to show that. And every time I, I think about it, there's something uh, else that comes up. Let's see. There we go. Red flag Chad, a drug suspect with a lengthy rap sheet, was released as part of Hillsborough County's efforts to thin out the jail population amidst COVID-19 pandemic one day later are you kidding me like less than 24 hours this particular guy Joseph Williams with his gang tattoos on his face one day later he murdered somebody so red flag Chad cleans out the jail population and you know what JC red flag Chad called Pastor Rodney Howard Brown reckless and irresponsible for having church. Right? Right. Now, we have Red Flag Chad, prior to that, letting somebody out of jail who commits a murder. Would that not be actually reckless and irresponsible? Sounds pretty reckless to me. And then, there you go, Red Flag Chad's guys... Guarding Chipotle. Chipotle. This reminds me of Haiti. (laughs) He's arresting preachers, guarding Chipotle, and turning loose murderers. Priorities much, Red Flag Chad? Red Flag Chad. Let me just say that one more time because I think that's worthy of it. Red Flag Chad, arresting uh, pastors. Do we have so many officers in Hillsborough County that we can post them? I mean... Look, why why Chipotle? Does he have one at McDonald's? Does he have one at Cro- perhaps uh, just perhaps the DeBartolo family owns a competitor that, of Chipotle? That franchise. No, no, no. If the DeBartolo family owned this franchise, he wouldn't be there harassing the customers. Hmm. So I bet the DeBartolo family owns a competitor to Chipotle. And they're trying to drive the pa- the customers out of Chipotle into the DeBartolo family restaurant <laughs> so where they won't be harassed. Good theory. This is just, <laughs> come on, guy, red flag Chad. I, I just, I don't, I don't get this, right? So 
Red Flag Chad says, I'm just doing my job, right? Yesterday, JC, you should have heard him political grandstanding at the county meeting. It was like, he was like, I just, I want to keep people safe too, but we can't have this. We, we, instu we in, uh, instituted this curfew without proper information and without all the education that we needed. Oh, we, so he's backpedaling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He totally backpedaled on the, on the curfew. Uh, we got to withdraw the curfew. And then he went, we can't have, oh, we can't institute a mask law. He was all for it on Monday. We can't put these masks, mandate masks. It makes the job of the, of the sheriff's office too hard, right? Translation, if you mandate masks, I won't be able to arrest people for wearing them. Right? I'm just, oh, I'm so aggravated. Mm. Churches should change their signs to abortion clinics and cops would leave them alone. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Or just Walmart. Now, I should say... I, Walmart, we, uh, you know... I, from, at least from what we're told, a majority of, of the deputies are are good people. Put yes. It, put it like that. So, in other words, if the deputies had been making the decisions, um, it wouldn't have been what red flag chad decided yeah no red the deputies from what i understand would not have arrested pastor rodney howard brown but you get in that situation the the deputies are scared i yes. mean it's their whole livelihood right They're, i mean they got to feed their family keep the keep keep a roof over their head i mean that's a position that they're in yeah and you get some idiot in there uh and then they it is they feel like it's difficult for them to do anything and of course you have really ruthless bulldogs in there who will come after these deputies if they destroy show them. any Literally kind of destroy resistance. Destroy them. We have met several now who are no longer in off, you know, in employee at the HCSO, who have been who have been targeted, targeted and, destroyed. and destroyed for standing what's for what's right. Yeah. And so that's the mo. It seems to be of this of this sheriff's department under Red Flag Chad. If you disagree with someone. You will be targeted and destroyed. That's what happened to Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. He disagreed. He's being targeted. And now he's actually being destroyed. JC, there was something else that I wanted to, to point out here while we're talking about Red Flag Chad. Uh, it's, it's absolutely stunning to me. But there was a hit piece put out by the Tampa Bay Times on, on Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. Right? He was the guy who interviewed me. Do you know who that reporter was? His name's Tony Marrero. He is the Hillsborough County Sheriff Tampa Police Department reporter. <laughs> Inside job. A, a, a Hillsborough County Sheriff Department reporter writes a hit piece on a man who is a defendant in a case to which the Hillsborough County Sheriff are the arresting party. How is that not an ethics violation? How is that not some kind of conflict of, conflict interest. of interest? Maybe he's just maybe he's just the Tampa Bay Times reporter who's assigned to report on the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department in the in the Tampa Police Department. He doesn't sound like much of a reporter though. It he sounds like a lapdog. No, he was a lapdog. It's more he's more like the Hillsborough Police and Sheriff 
propagandist. Yes. So he's like their yes. publicist. Right. Rather than reporter. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so Red Flag Chad arrests pastors, puts deputies in the Chipotle restaurant to make sure everybody's staying six feet, and lets murderers out of jail who actually murder people. Well, how about a little bit refreshing news, JC? How about a sheriff who is actually doing his job? What do you think about that? Let's let's go ahead and grab our headphones so you can listen to this. Dogie dogie. You're rolled on him. Go ahead, listen. All right, here we go. Bring in Darleaf. He's sheriff of Barry County, Michigan. Sheriff, thanks well, for coming in. Uh, you're one of the sheriffs who's saying, look, I'm not going to listen to Governor Whitmer. I'm going to defy the order. Why? Oh, we're not saying we're not going to listen to Governor Whitmore. Uh, we're going to use common sense when it comes to enforcing it, when people are being respectful. And wow, imagine that, JC. Somebody actually using common sense. <laughs> sure. Using that uh, six-foot range, and uh, we're not going to go on out and start telling people to go home. You know, look, we have a lot of people out in Hastings here that are walking. Uh, we have a lot of people who want to go out and do some fishing. They're at home. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have an order right now that you can have a kayak, you can have a canoe, but you can't have a motorboat. Uh, I want people out, out of their house. We have an uptick of uh, domestics from our 911 center. And uh, I want people to get on out, get stretched and get away from the house. What better place than out in the middle of the lake when nobody's around you? Mm -hmm. So you can be in a canoe, you can be in a kayak, but you can't be in a motorboat according to Governor Whitmer. COVID doesn't attack slow people. It oh, attacks fast people. It's attracted to the engine, noise of the engine. It's yeah, like that, that's it. that movie. What is that movie where, where the oh, COVID, crazy... Oh, COVID is a radical environmentalist. Yeah, there you go. So ah, the canoe's you, now fine. Now you got something. The canoe's fine. paddle boat's fine. Yeah. But a filthy, a filthy motor-driven, petroleum-using, gas-guzzling, planet-destroying motorboat COVID-19 is going to take him out. Yeah, so further on in this video, you can watch it here as I scroll across the screen. There is Governor Whitmer, and she is so disgusting. <laughs> she looks crazy. She is so, she is so vile. She is immoral, unprincipled. She actually starts attacking this sheriff for, for making this a political statement, right? So let's see what Listen to what the sheriff says. She's saying, please, about, you know, look, this is about saving lives, which I'm assuming you clearly want to do, and you made that clear in your first answer as well. But she was dismissive. She said, ah, this is four out of 83 sheriffs, and they're just making basically a political point. It's not political. It's more common sense. Again, if somebody's out in the middle of a lake and away from everybody, or if they're on their lawnmower and they're 100 yards away from people, that's where we want them. We don't want them bottled up inside the house so they start arguing and start drinking alcohol. And uh, I think that's uh, reasonable. Sheriff, you're on the front lines of this. Do you feel like the pendulum is swinging a bit that at the beginning, and there were some justifiable reasons to make sure that health and safety came first, uh, but that now maybe some things have gone too far and people are standing up for their rights? Yes, I agree with some of that. The uh, that curve they're talking about is flattening. And right now in Barry County, we are in the kind of the peak of what they said was gonna, the wave that was gonna hit Barry County. Uh, a week ago, we had seven that. Well, the rest of him is just explaining how all of this works, but I wanted, to, I wanted you to see that we have a sheriff 
who can think for himself, JC. Can you imagine that? A sheriff who's standing up and saying, okay, the governor has overreached her bounds, that what we have here is a, oops, sorry, a situation where the sheriff is able to say to the governor or to the people, hey, your governor is operating contrary to common sense. I love that because the governor says, oh, this is political. And he's like, no, no, this is a common sense thing. This is not political. If you're on the lake, why can't you just be on the lake? It's like arresting the guy on the paddleboard in the middle of the ocean when he's nobody around him. What do you want? You know, otherwise you're locking people up. And in Americans, we don't lock up well, right? A quarantine is for a sick person. When you lock a a healthy person in their house, it's called house arrest. And that's what we need to keep in mind. You are not, if you are not sick, you are not being quarantined. If you are not sick, you are on house arrest without due process whatsoever. So there you go. Uh, COVID is a Star Trek alien. (laughs) And it was what, four out of 83 83. in in Michigan is Mm -hmm. what she was saying? I wonder if it's just four you know about. I mean, oh yeah, I, I imagine there there's got to be some more sheriffs that agree with this one in Michigan. Well, the she's thing just is, saying you there's, don't. There's only four she's heard from. Right, exactly. There's only four standing up and saying we're not going to enforce this. But you can know that there are sheriffs because here in Florida, I mean, we have people in all over Florida. They're not all the sheriffs who are not running around acting like red flag chat. Right. The sheriffs are letting people go about their lives. Mm-hmm. They're not putting red flag chad officers in the middle of of walmart or in the middle of chipotle you know and and staying away from the DeBartolo business stuff but uh we have sheriffs all over america that are that are using common sense and this is the job of the sheriff by the way the job of the sheriff is not to obey the governor's orders the job of the sheriff is to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution of the state in which he works, or she, and defend the rights of the people. I want to read something to you. This is my favorite statement by a sheriff ever. This is a statement by a former sheriff, um, former sheriff... uh, Brad Rogers. Brad Rogers. Thank you. I don't know why. There it is right there. Of Elkhart, Indiana. Now, he's talking about in response to the federal government harassing his uh, residents, specifically the Amish farmers. So the Amish farmers are, oh, who is Red Flag Chad? Red Flag Chad is Chad Cronister. He is the Hillsborough County, Florida sheriff. And we call him Red Flag Chad because he likes red flag laws. And obviously he likes to let criminals out of prison so he can arrest pastors. Pastors who've never murdered anybody, but then as soon as he releases criminals out of prison, they murder someone. So there you go. And put guards at Chipotle to make sure you stay six feet apart. So anyway, Brad Rogers had the USDA and the FDA harassing his Amish farmers over over raw milk and cheese, and he took a stand. He actually wrote a letter to the to the FDA and told them that if they did not if the FDA agents did not come and get permission from his office specifically before they ever uh, issued another warrant 
that he would start arresting the FDA agents for trespass. So the FDA had to go to the sheriff, get permission to issue their warrants, because if they didn't get permission from Brad Rogers, he was going to arrest them for trespassing on the farmer's land. They were showing up in like the middle of the night and raiding these Amish farmers over raw milk and cheese. Now, when he did this, he became instantly a hero all over his county. I mean, even all over the country, right? Because you have all kinds of people who like raw milk and cheese. And here's his response. This is my favorite response ever from a sheriff. And I quote, your local elected officials can stem the tide of federal overreach. Now you can actually insert government overreach in there, right? Because they have, an, they have an oath to the US Constitution and to the Constitution of their state. He says, your local officials can stem the tide of federal overreach if they just apply a little backbone in supporting and defending the Constitution. He says, expect it, demand it. He says, some bloggers and natural food writers have hailed me as a hero. I'm no hero. I'm just doing my job. Whether you're a conservative or a liberal, I will be a guardian of the Constitution for you, and I will not stand idly by while the rights of my county are trampled, whether by criminals or an overreaching government. When you're talking about sheriffs doing their job, a sheriff's job is not to obey the orders of the federal government. The sheriff's job is not to obey the orders of a governor. The sheriff's job is not even to obey the orders of the state legislator, the county commissioner, the city council, or the mayor. The sheriff's job is, as he says right here, to be the guardian of the Constitution and not to stand idly by while the rights of the county are trampled, whether by criminals or an overreaching government. So that is the job of a sheriff. And the sheriff then in Michigan, uh, the, the sheriff there in Barry County, Michigan, is a sheriff that's doing his job. Amen. Amen. And using common sense. And using common sense. JC, somebody made this amazing little picture for me. The most powerful and effective solution to an out-of-control central government is to be found in the duty of the states to deny the central government the authority to use stolen power. That's a quote from sovereign duty. The book, my book, Sovereign Duty. But you can also understand that this is how the people control their local governments as well, simply saying we will not comply. There are so many continuing violations happening, JC, throughout this entire thing. There's one more I wanted to show everybody. This one really, really concerns me. We have a judge in McHenry County, Illinois, who has forced the health department to provide names of all COVID-19 patients to police. Now, this is just the article that I happened to put up. But this is happening all over the country. See, this is not only a violation of the HIPAA. This is a violation of people's privacy. Now you have people, and this is what I said, JC, from the very beginning. You have people who do not even want to go to the hospital anymore. They don't even want to be associated with anything being sick because they're afraid that they will be uh, 
treated like a leper. Oh, man. Dr. Sean Berry says Red Flag Chad has even arrested lots of journalists. Yeah, Dr. Dr. Uh, Sean got arrested for journalism. Dr. Sean got arrested for journalism? Yeah, in Tampa's uh, Port of Tampa. Yeah. So Red the, Flag Chad, man. So this Kim, Ch- Kim Jong Chronister. <laughs> Kim Jong Chronister. So we have these these violations of the people's rights and their their privacy, their medical privacy being violated. And the question comes in the chat room: Surely that's a HIPAA violation. Why doesn't HIPAA apply? Well, you've got to go back to that that magic standard that the Supreme Court set up decades ago the compelling governmental interest magic standard that says that if the government can provide the court with a good enough excuse, I mean, that's what that basically means. If the government can, can provide a good enough excuse, the courts give them permission to trample over every single one of your rights. Well, you know, in the normal circumstances, if, if you are, you know, talking about some disease and you're, you're turning over the names of the infected to the government, mm-hmm. then that actually, that's kind of like a chilling effect yes. of somebody who wants to get treated. You know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna go no, and do that. Th- I mean, so I, that's what I just said in the article. It was saying people are now afraid yeah. to go to the doctor. So this actually, this is, again, talk about reckless. Yes. You're actually, it's actually endangering more lives Right, by because doing people this. will not go to the doctor. if Even if they have COVID symptoms, they're not going to go to a doctor. They're not going to get treatment. How many people are not going to go to the doctor for underlying health conditions and die because they're afraid to go to the doctor? Maybe they're having chest pains or something. I don't want to go to the, do- I don't wanna go to the hospital. I don't want to go to the doctor because then all of a sudden I'm going to be labeled COVID. Wow. Well, I think, I think we need to make sure that all of this is happening, what's happened in Michigan, what's happening at the governor's mansion in Minnesota. Sacramento on Monday at noon. Sacramento. Said. Oh, great. Sacramento. Uh, Kansas City, Missouri's gridlock Kansas City Monday at noon. Mm-hmm. We've got to, we, let, me, let me give you some some advice that's not legal advice okay let me give you my this is the chris ann hall lawyer disclaimer what i'm about to give you is not legal advice so what follows is not legal advice everybody ready what follows is not legal advice we need to make sure that we don't just protest once don't show up at the state capitol and think it's all done if you need to know how to protest you need to read a book called The Desperate Sons. These guys, these, this is a book all about the Sons of Liberty. They knew how to protest. Show up at your capital on day one. If nothing changes, show up at your capital on day five. If nothing changes, show up at your capital three days later. Then camp out and stay there every single day. Every single day. If you're, if you're on an email or phone call campaign, if it's worth sending once a day, it's worth sending, uh, if it's worth sending once, it's worth sending once a day for the next 30 days. 
you ha we have to be persistent because we've gotten into the habit of showing up and having rallies and then going home. And the people in power think all I have to do is endure what's happening. Right? All I have to do is endure what's happening this one day, then the people will leave me alone, they'll go home, and I can go about my business. We've got to make them ashamed, and we've got to be persistent and prolonged about it, so they can't stand another day in work. You've got to make these people want to go home. Yeah. No, Abraham, no, no super chat posted. No, Abraham. Um, this is what I worry about. You know, people are so forgetful. I worry about, you know... It seems like we're going to get past this thing pretty soon. And what are people what are people going to take away? Are we going right. to forget what all happened? Yeah. Super Kendall, thank you so much for your super chat. God bless Lavoy Finnegan, rest in peace. Uh, super Kendall was there. Tyranny at its worst. God bless you both. For thank sure. you so much. Hey, look, what happened to Lavoy is is the worst but it's the same kind of message that we see when a pastor is arrested as egregiously as Pastor Rodney was. I think it's, it's what all the pastor, about sending a message. It's what the pastor was being set up for, in my yes. opinion. You okay. had, you have to remember with Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, you're talking about was second degree misdemeanor, two so second like degree misdemeanor, two second degree misdemeanor, which is like, you know, a seatbelt infraction. Well, it's actually worse or, than that. Or speeding, speeding it's ticket ste kind of. Stealing a candy bar from Walmart. So That's what it's like, stealing a candy bar from Walmart. So they had, they were deploying, Red Flag Chad was deploying special a special ops team. Two special ops teams. Who, who was going to pull them over in a traffic stop, sent helicopters out, mm -hmm. and had already been, well, at that same time, mm -hmm. while he was deploying the special ops to, to arrest the pastor, was broadcasting this sort of David Koresh armed uh, religious cult message. These guys mm -hmm. are dangerous. They have a massive security force, cache of weapons. Mm -hmm. I was scared when I went in there. So he was actually building this narrative while the special ops was being was being deployed with helicopters surround the pastor. So, you know, it almost seems like they they wanted the pastor. Mm -hmm to come out armed or something and then take him out. That, that I mean, that's the yeah. kind of how it sounded. Yeah, it's the really the way it sounded, but it was all about making an example of him. It was all about it's making crazy. him, you know, uh, so that nobody else would dare defy them. Don't yeah. dare defy them. Right? And I, I'm not trying to, I don't know, I'm not trying to slander the guy, but if that if that's not the case, look, I don't why have are you to saying that? I don't have to slander the guy. I believe that his own words repeated back to him classify himself. Yeah. But if that these was, are his own words. If that's not the case, if we're not supposed to think that, then what was the point of that false narrative? Right. Because because they were lies, right? Mm -hmm. Those are false statements. What he said about the church are right. false statements. There's no massive security force. There's no weapons cache. No, no. anything like that. And nor was nor was he scared at what he saw when he was in the church. Because either if you were scared at what you saw when you were in church, then were you lying when you were in the church on the stage, with the, which the church has video of? And he said, "Now I know where to send somebody if they need a church." That's what yes. he said about the church. Mm -hmm. And then and then at the press conference, he says he was frightened at what he saw there. Right. Right. So so the guy was lying when he said that. So when you when he made these false statements, if if we're not to believe you're trying to set the pastor up for some incident, mm -hmm. what were you doing? Yes. You know, and then how how could we how could this county 
continue to have a sheriff that could be that reckless with his words. Yes. Even if you weren't intentionally trying to set up that scenario, now you've planted that seed in, in the deputies' minds who are going to apprehend the pastor. Oh my God, our, share, our the boss just said, this guy is some kind of radical nut with an armed force. And so now they're gonna be, they're gonna be in fear yeah. and on edge, and that's when people get shot. Right. Right. So he hey, JC, set up we, a reckless scenario. I mean, is, I, I think this is is very serious what he did. Yeah. Very serious. Yeah. Um, we, you know, in, in Volusia County, there's a tyrant there, they say as well. The badge and, and trashes the badge that he wears. All these sheriffs across America who are who are we have to enforce the law. They trashing their badges. We need constitutional sheriffs. We have a question, JC. How much do you know about the Battle of Athens in Tennessee, and where can we find good info? I know you've done your yeah, research just, on that. No, it's easy to find. Just Google. Um, you can find it. So it's the Battle of Athens, Tennessee, was, uh, you know, corruption, law enforcement corruption going on, corruption in the court, political system there. You know, people essentially being paid to arrest folks. Wow, Stu, um, I didn't realize that Waco yeah. was also the anniversary, uh, the same as the Lexington anniversary. Yeah, I so didn't realize Waco was April 19th Yeah, just Google well. Battle of Athens. You can, you can find information pretty readily. It's just something that we don't teach, you know, mm -hmm. because again, you go to government schools. Why yeah. would the government teach you about an incident where the citizens banded together in civil disobedience? Because only the only time we ever talk about that is a civil is a civil rights movement with right. with Martin Luther King Jr. when Dr. King and and you know that movement because now you have a particular segment of society who have a vested interest in making sure that's taught but then there you know there there's also history that we share as Americans they don't want that taught so if you're you're in government school you know, you're not going to learn about that. And that's not the only time. That's not the only part of our history where that kind of thing happens. J.D. says there's a Hallmark movie on the Battle of Athens. There you go. Yeah. I don't know how accurate that would be. But a lot of times when they start putting in movies, yeah. then it well, the starts to jump the rails. Channel. But you can, you can probably get kind of a basic. <laughs> the History Channel. Yeah. Little my little finger quotations. The History Channel uh, did a, a show on the Sons of Liberty that was utter garbage. It was just trash. Okay, Richard said there's a reenactment uh, on YouTube. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's out there. It's, it's actually, this is the surprising thing. Uh, as few people have ever heard of it, mm -hmm. the information is readily available. See, yeah. you, this is the thing. We say this with, when we talk to Barbara in, on Long Island. You don't know what you don't you know. Don't know what so people know. don't even know to go look for it. Therefore, we don't know. But it's there. It's out there. It's easy. It's pretty easy to find. Well, on uh, one last note, this is not legal advice. I want to tell you what to do. I want to tell you how to protect yourself if you're going to engage in a we will not comply. Okay? So what I'm about to follow is not legal advice because I'm not giving you legal advice. I'm just telling you, uh, you know, I'm suggesting to you the things that I've seen that you can do to protect yourself. If you're going to engage in a we will not comply, whether that be a church or that be a protest or something. So if you're going to engage in a we will not comply, here's what you need to do to protect yourself. Now, remember, even if the law is in your favor, 
That does not mean you will not get arrested. So what I'm telling you is not how do you not get arrested, okay? If you're going to engage in a we will not comply, you must be prepared to be arrested if you want to take it that far. JC, you and I talked about this before. Uh, the civil rights movement, those guys who, when they marched down the middle of the street in Selma, Alabama, they knew they were breaking the law. When Rosa Parks got on that bus and did what she did, she knew she was breaking the law. They went into that with the understanding that they were going to be, uh, with the possibility that they were going to be arrested. And that's the whole civil disobedience thing. So you have to decide how far you want to take your we will not comply. But regardless of how, you, how far you take your we will not comply, this is what you need to do. Never go alone. Never go on your we will not comply alone. Make sure there are at least two, better three or four with you. Somebody needs to run a video camera all the time. Please, 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 for the sake of the lawyer that you want to defend you, get everything on video. Number two, if you're engaging in your we will not comply and you are confronted by somebody who is just obeying orders, don't be a jerk. Now, I'm not telling you you don't have freedom of speech, and I'm not telling you you don't have the right to say whatever you want to say. I'm just saying live to fight another day. You have to be smart. And if I'm the attorney trying to represent you in this case, you're going to make this representation a whole lot easier if you are simply kind and considerate. Okay? You can refuse, you can, you can be involved in a we will not comply without cussing at the, at the, the person following orders. You can, you can do it without being obnoxious to the person who's following orders. And you can simply uh, make the job of your lawyer easier. Let the person who is just simply obeying orders be on the wrong side. Make sure that you're always, always covered with video. Make sure that you have a copy of the law with you. A lot of these times, JC's, these stay-at-home orders, I've been reading them all over the country. They have exceptions everywhere. Everywhere. They're littered with exceptions. So if you want to go out and exercise your we will not comply, why not take a copy of the order with you, highlight the exception where you think you're fitting in, and take it with you. Take your pocket constitution with you. Highlight the section that you think you're representing. But make sure that you do your we will not comply on video and everything gets on tape. And so maybe we can educate some people through the videos. Maybe we can educate some people through what's happening. And here's the thing, JC. <laughs> Where's Mac? Here's the thing, JC. My greatest fear is that things will get all better and people will go back to quote unquote life as normal and we won't learn from this if they say you can't video keep videoing okay keep videoing that's why you need to have three people with you so you have three videos going have somebody walk a few feet away and continue to video so, 
Protect yourself. Be smart. If you're going to do the we will not comply, do everything that you can to help your lawyer make sure you have a good case. And at any point in time, feel free to walk away. Feel free to walk away. We don't need to take extremes. If you, if, if you don't mind the person just obeying orders, taking you in, then that's one thing. But don't put your life in danger. Because if you have the person who is just obeying orders, ordering you to leave and you're justified constitutionally, you are still eligible for a lawsuit. Live to fight another day. That's kind of why I have to let people, other people do the talking, I guess. That's why God is merciful to you. He has not put you in those keeps situations. Keeps out of a lot he of that. Keeps you out of a lot of that stuff. That stuff has happened to me before, um, but it has not happened to you. Abraham, thank you so much. Wow, JC, $200 of encouragement. Wow. Oh, look, he says, part of my stimulus slash welfare check <laughs> from Michigan. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think we get one. We're not getting one. <laughs> We're not getting a stimulus check. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much, Abraham, for that encouragement. JC, I want to show your picture here, let you talk about this as we go ahead and, and leave today. Oh, that's, that's my Instagram? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah Instagram. I just... You know, I was just think pe- people forget like ev- things get back to normal or it's all good, and then like, what are you going to do after it? Is my mm-hmm. question. You know, I mean, are we going to remember all the stuff that was going on? I mean, how the church was targeted. Are people now that the government says, okay, you can go back to church, and it's okay, you're going to go back to church, and then you're going to forget. You're going to mm-hmm. forget about the church rats. You know. Mm-hmm. All the all those the spineless preachers and the church rats who are ratting out their fellow believers. Are we going to remember the that? people you don't want in your foxhole? I'm telling you, because I made I started making a list. Yeah. Um. You know, like John Stenberger's on the head of my list. At yeah. This like point. like jo- the the guy Pastor Joel Rainey and I looked at all the people that liked you know con- like right on Pastor all the comments. Well, oh, I, you're on the list. I got them on my list too. You're on the list of not being in my foxhole. So I'm not forgetting all this stuff. Yeah. Government. And these tech companies, I mean, Facebook and Google lining mm-hmm. up with the government to spy on everybody and track yeah. everybody. Bill Gates with his chip, uh, you know, just just all the stuff. So hey, everybody, we, we need to remember, we need to fight after this. Here's our new T-shirt. The church is essential. You can get that at guns. Uh, I'm sorry. You can get that at GodGunsLiberty.com. God GunsLiberty.com. We also have lots of other great t-shirts there as well. And JC, you putting more t-shirts on, right? I'm working on it. I had to do working a lot of technical it. stuff today, so I didn't get to those t-shirts. I mm-hmm. was trying to work at last night, then had to, I got to do all the website stuff. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, hey Val, if you want that picture, I'll grab it from JC and I'll put it on Facebook and you can you can grab it off my Facebook page Yeah, if you're not there. on Instagram. Yeah, and I'll put it on uh, Patience. I'll put it on, on Twitter, too, so you guys can have that as well. Uh, if you're not on Instagram, I'll go ahead and get that out for you guys. Uh, well, Max, <laughs> Tad says, masks do nothing other than to make you look like a slave. Well, not only that, uh, the National Institute of Health actually has a scientific study that says cloth masks will actually uh, increase your chance of getting the virus and not decrease your chance. So Backward. that's great. 
What? We're on back, back order already. No, nothing's on back order. So if it told you that, just go back. Go back. That's probably a website thing. So go back at it again. Yeah, Val, try to get order. the T-shirt again. It's it's not on back order. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us here today. Don't forget, uh, Frank is on now at 7 o'clock, quite frankly, on YouTube. So we're going to let you go to Frank today. I will be on Frank's show next week, April 22nd. So Frank and I will be together on April 22nd. Don't bring your kids there. to Frank's Don't bring your kids podcast. to Frank's show. <laughs> okay? Don't bring your kids to Frank's show. This is an adult this family is a family show. show. This is a family show. Frank's not a family show. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, unplug this weekend a little bit. Take a couple of hours to stay away from the media. Cook a burger. Cook a burger. Talk to some friends. Uh, have some friends over for a burger. And enjoy yourself. It's time to unplug because then you need to get back into the fight right away. God bless you guys. See you next time.